All right. So I woke up this morning thinking I was doing a Tridley's interview today. No Jumper Coolest Podcast in the world. And I'm just sitting here in my chair, and he's not here. And I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to handle this, what I'm supposed to What's going on, dog? How you doing? How you feeling? Oh, sorry, I was being illegal in there. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Oh, the Heelys. Yeah, I was ex- I was exposing myself out there. Who do you expose yourself to? The security guard? Just in the bathroom, I was exposing myself. Who else was in the bathroom? Just me, I guess. You're just whipping it out. Is that not is that not illegal? Well, I feel like the mirror doesn't really count. <sighs> Dang it. What have you been doing all day? I'm uh, just hanging out outside trying to be late. That's <laughs> what cool guys do. What, what, uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out what version of you I'm getting right now. Well, since the show, I was uh-huh. a freaking idiot, nerd guy with this button-up shirt. Since Stupid for boat. the love of Lena, which yeah, some of them the... might not have seen, but if you'd like to oh. see it, it's on the No Jumper channel. Yeah, you got to watch it. Uh, I was a a loser on that show. I had this button-up shirt, this bow tie. Ew. And now I'm trying to be like you. I got the tattoo. Which actually seems like it kind of came off in that melee you were just involved in. Uh, yeah, me and the security guard are best friends. Yeah, he looks like he's kind um, of the shit you there for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what cool guys do. The big guy, don't... too. Yeah. So big. I think we should do season two of Love... Love the love of Lena. So you're saying that these are all changes that you've made in your life in order to sort of like compensate for the ways in which you feel like you failed last time. Yeah, I think people thought I was weird. I brought tap dancing shoes. That's no, that's nothing. That's nowhere near Heelys. I thought that was kind of sick. The tap dancing shoes. Why the freak was everyone making fun of me? Well, it's a bunch of hoodlums, really, right? That's true. Male porn stars, a couple gangbangers. I mean. That is true. They don't know a lot about tap dancing on average, I would say. That is true. The Crip dance versus tap dance, I think that was rigged. I think I won. Yeah, it's... Oh, you you do win. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to compete with, like, a, a dance that sort of represents the streets. Yeah. Versus a dance that really... I don't know what tap dancing is supposed to really represent. It's, it's just like playing the drums with your feet. Yeah. It's like an opera. It's like jazz. Well, yeah, I feel like it's kind of more like playing the drums. With yeah, your feet. yeah. <laughs> like you got all these different parts of your shoe, and you can just kind of mm-hmm. like when I watch it. But they be doing a lot of like fancy this footwork. Is, too. This is like the hi hat. This is like the bass drum. This is like the tom tom. Right there, you go. Yeah, crash cymbal, ride cymbal. You get your dick in it. Her uh, Healy's slash tap dancing shoes. Make it. Do they ever actually make soap shoes slash Heelys? Yeah. I actually had some and they got stolen. Who took them? I don't know. Legitimately, I had some. I got it from eBay. Really? Yeah. I hear they're like kind of hard to get nowadays, the soap shoes. Yeah, they're like 80 bucks and I don't know where they went. Did you have them earlier in your life? No. I did. Really? When I was 13, I had soap shoes. 
Whoa. Did you know how to use them? Not really. It was yeah. actually kind of like an early introduction to what a I was because I had some friends who would like just hop on a hop on a ten stair. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It was like dudes who didn't even skate or anything, and they just would hop on a ten stair rail and just grind down that. With soaps, with soap shoes, like it was nothing. And I no, I was I was fucking around on the curbs. Even that, I had a real hard time with. I remember falling up a curb is hard. It's hard to find a waxed ledge that even really works with the soap shoes. They're just not as slick as you'd like them to be. Yeah. We should bring soap back because it's been like 20 years. Usually it cycles through through like trends and stuff, you know. Well, that was a time period, though, where everybody was trying to find the new, the next alternative action Skate. sport. Yeah. It was like the, the first X Games, how the, what, like bungee jumping and like yeah. a bunch of stupid shit. You can never imagine now. Is bungee jumping an extreme sport? Well, at the time, the definition of extreme sport was very broad. Yeah, that's true. Because there's no one winning in bungee jumping. It's, I, I don't think it was actually bungee jumping, but it was like something equally weird. I think there was a street luge. Street luge. I don't even know what that is, as I say it. But yeah. it sounds like something that I heard was in the first X Games. It's like laying on a longboard and just going really fast down the whole thing. Yeah. Ooh. You know what I always thought was really interesting? Is what? that Red Bull sponsors action sports of almost every kind. Yeah. Monster too, whatever. But like they won't touch the Razor scooters. Yeah, what's up with that? I have one in my car actually. Really? I have a Razor and Sriracha collab scooter. Sriracha, really? Yeah. It's in the back of my, my car. I'm almost even surprised that Sriracha would do that. Yeah. It makes no sense. But scootering is like super popular. Yeah. But mostly we're like seven year olds. I can go grab it, the scooter. Maybe I mean, near the end. Yeah, maybe at the end. It's so cool. Do you have any trace you just tail whip? I could like half tail whip. You could like yeah. do halfway around. I feel like that's way different than doing a regular, a full tail whip. Yeah, that's kind of just falling. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I, I couldn't, I, I, I used to try it when I worked at, you ever, I worked at Brookstone. Yeah. You ever been to Brookstone? Is that where you sit in the massage chairs? Yep. That's where you go in like middle school and you don't buy anything? Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of vibrating. Yeah. It's like an undercover sex shop. Yeah. Yeah. Malls that would never have a sex shop will gladly have an entire, it's like a covert sex shop. Yep. It is. I never thought of that till now. Hmm. Book sex. Bookstore. Bookstore? It's called Brookstore? Brookstone. Brookstone. Brook sex, though. I like the Brookstone. Brookstone. Like water and stone for boner. So if I that's had to guess sexy, yeah, sexual. How they came up with the name, I would picture someone just observing a babbling brook. Yeah. And that's kind of hot. If I had to guess, I bet Brookstone's been around for like two hundred years. And it yeah. used to be like the most obscure store ever and then slowly came into the modern era and started selling you Tempur-Pedic pillows. Yep. To lie your head on when you're doing anal. Or vaginal. Oh yeah, yeah, or vaginal. But I wonder if prehistoric sexual toys bleep that out, the sex word. Yep. And uh, I wonder if they were just very, very smooth rocks. Like very long, smooth rocks that they would just polish Mm. And then they use those as sex toys to put up your butt. Because you got to think that at least one of the things that people prize about a sex toy in this day and age is 
it's got to be a little a little bit of squish to it. Yeah. So that when you're putting it in yourself, it's not just like raw, just rock. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe they took like sheep organ, put it around the rock. Don't they, didn't they use sheep skin as condoms? And they could put like an organ, like one of those little toys that like, you know, you hold it and it slips out. Uh-huh. Even wood. I feel like wood. it would be a lot more comfortable than like rock. Yeah, maybe just really fine down wood. But I imagine that a vaginal splinter is probably a whole thing. Yeah, that's a whole charade. Right. Hmm. We should get some grandmas on here and see what they used. You know, I remember raising my hand in like third or fourth grade and asking the teacher or the, like, I think they had a special teacher come in for like sex ed. Mm -hmm. It's like a sex expert. Like, why do we need that in like fourth grade? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. Isn't that weird? Like none of us were having sex. Yeah. I would hope. It was awkward. Do you remember or that though? Like, maybe they liked it. Like fourth grade? Yeah, is yeah. It, like, I don't think my mind is, is betraying me. I think I really was that young. And then yeah. Have somebody come in and teach about sex. And I remember I raised my hand and I said... What did they do in the 13 colonies for safe sex? They're telling yeah. us about condoms. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they had condoms. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't believe you. But yeah. even as a kid, I'm like, no. Modern. Did they have rubber back then? They I mean, maybe used like cloth for condoms and it was just really dry. Yeah, I mean, a, a condom is like a magic moment in industrial production of rubber goods right it's yeah like so skinny that you can just make it like perfectly fit to your dick and and one size is supposed to fit like most dicks they have like bigger and smaller ones but for the most part yeah i wonder and i, I, I feel bad mentioning this because i know you've i've only put them on i've never used them so that's real you haven't had sex some could say how did you feel when you got eliminated I from made, uh, the show um it felt fine i felt like i needed to redefine myself mm. and find myself and i was eliminated first i didn't watch the second episode yet mm, who got yeah. who, who got eliminated second or was anyone even eliminated besides me for all i know i could have been the only one eliminated forever Honestly, like it's kind of hard for me to remember at this point what the order was. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to spoil it for people that oh, haven't watched yeah, it yet. Don't maybe. spoil it. But yeah, you, I mean, you don't. Even, if you didn't watch it, you don't even know if I got eliminated. If you didn't watch it, you could stop the table right now and go watch that. Shit. Yep. Who knows? Maybe you won. Maybe I won. Um, but I mean, yeah. Just what was it? Just being around all that masculinity in the air, the crit macking and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, Crip Mac, even off camera, was very um, excitable. Hostile. He, uh, yeah. It was it was quite beautiful. But he did take very good naps. He was napping, huh? Yeah. I thought he was just napping to ignore me off camera. <laughs> and then he kept doing it, and he would fall asleep instantly, and it was, it was, it was great. That's one thing that people probably wouldn't guess about this show is there was a lot of behind-the-scenes napping. Because one of the days I got like a solid hour and a half nap while the guys were in the hot tub with my yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Not was a that? care in the world. Yeah, not a care in the world. Just napping. Already drinking a little coffee. That's a, that's a struggle nap. Yeah. That's a tough nap when you already yeah. consumed a Phil's coffee. A Phil's coffee. Or something. And then you try to take a nap afterward. You have to really, you're like an excitable three-year-old yeah. at that point you have to really twitching <sighs> do you ever twitch yourself to sleep 
if I'm at the point of twitching, maybe it's just not going like to happen. Sleep paralysis, demons. Do you have the you thing where you're, you're sleeping and then you go, like, yeah, yeah, like, that, you're not like fully waking up, but your body does like a weird jerk thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the twitch. That's what I meant. I, I didn't. It's not like it's involuntary sleep sleep twitches. Right. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Your body just freaking out, going into dream world. I'm not going to, like, take this podcast to the level of Googling things, mm -hmm. but I would like to Google that at some point. Yeah. Do it in your alone time. I would I'll like to it, have I'll a do it in the bathroom. I'd like to have a Googler with me. Yeah, we should have a Googler with me. That's one thing that I realized when I was hanging out with Gary Vee one time. Mm -hmm. I hung out with Gary Vee at a weed convention. Mm -hmm. And uh, he doesn't smoke weed, obviously. It just doesn't seem like the kind of person to smoke weed. But yeah. When he wants to Google something, he just points at one of the guys around him and says, Google that. Really? Yes. And it works? They do it. They're f getting paid to stand around him. So, I mean, or, or even if they're not, even if they just look up to you and they think you're dope, mm -hmm. they'll probably Google whatever the f you tell them to Google. And then you don't have to be the loser pulling his phone out of his pocket and staring down while you're supposed to be in a social environment. Yeah. And it, yeah, it takes you away from that social interaction. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe the security guard could be our Googler. I don't think he likes me. Yeah, probably a bad idea. One there thing, needs to be a fluffer and a goog Googler. A fluffer. Fluffer and a Googler. I'm planning a viral arc surrounding the fluffer thing in the near future. Yeah. I'm going to hire a fluffer. They need more representation. That's what I'm saying. They need to go on their strike, like how the actors went on their strike. The fluffers need to go on their strike. <sighs> I've been in the porn world for maybe like four or five years, and I, I've never seen a fluffer. I've never even heard of one. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's probably kind of unrealistic, right? Yeah, maybe it's not a thing. Maybe I could be the first in your world. You want to fluff men? Or oh, then I'll fluff you. You could fluff a... Oh. I'm... Is there fluffer for women? You got to... <laughs> I mean, you could imagine that maybe there would be something yeah. going on. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I just filmed a scene before I came in here. Uh -huh. If I look a little red in the face, that's why. And right before the scene, she came up to me and she handed me a sponge or she held it out in front of me and said, can you put this inside me? Because mm. she was menstruating a little bit. Mm. And I'm like, I've never done that. I don't know how to do that. I'll yeah. fetch my wife. Perhaps I know she's done it before. So that's a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like a it's like a fun tampon. And let's name you can find in any kitchen. Yeah. Name drop. I was with Amber Rose and Tiffany Haddish at a party the other day, right? Mm -hmm. This is like a week before Tiffany Haddish got like her 18th DUI. Mm -hmm. And um, I was talking about how my wife didn't come to the party because she was on her period. Mm -hmm. And then I mentioned that we had actually just filmed a scene that morning. And they said, she filmed it on her period? Like, you, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can. And I realized that the like four or five women around me didn't know that porn stars film porn on their period and just kind of jam some shit up there so that the blood won't be showing. I, I feel kind of awkward saying this to a virgin, but it's okay. Yeah. I need to learn so that like women can, can do that. I don't think normal women ever do that though. Yeah. You could, they could, <laughs> they, they could. Yeah. I guess it's instead of a tampon, they could just go to the kitchen and just soak it up. Or just, they're squeamish to blood. You wrap up a napkin, like roll up some paper towels and kind of jam it up in there. Get a little wet. Yeah. What What do you want to do sexually now that you're like really trying to get Exposed out there? to that. Um, you can, I guess, making love. Oh, uh, so you've heard about that. Yeah.
So even having not had sex, you you've heard things about making love. Mm -hmm. I know there's a there's a thing called making love. It's, it's kind of slow and yeah, it's slow. It's it's all rough and wild. It's it's like oh, your clothes are all mushing together, and they just yeah. Two people becoming one. Yeah, is hot. That's hot. That is hot. Sweat. It's like a, it's like wrestling, except there's no the only winners is both of you guys because you're gonna nut, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. But when you think about like how all these people live their life, like isn't it weird that like, some people are focused on money, some people are focused on fame, and other people are just focused on like eking out 15 seconds of their genitals feeling good. Yeah, and we're all focused on that at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why men have that post nut clarity because oh, yeah. they're, they're, it's just on their mind and it just takes up their whole day. And then once they do it, they're like, that was, that was, I didn't even make love. I just made, I just made a little bit of peanut butter. If you didn't have post nut clarity, then your entire life would just be grinding to fuck, I guess. I wonder if you, if, a, if the world always had post nut clarity where would where would we be as a society would we be like that one picture of of perfect harmony i know what meme you're referring to and yeah. i feel bad for everybody who doesn't yeah yeah that perfect harmony is if men always had post nut clarity but i think almost everyone does it's just that the post nut clarity doesn't really last that long yeah yeah they need to really if they ever use a condom or sheepskin then they should keep it as a reminder. So Just when, carry it around. When people say they have sheepskin condoms, uh -huh. it's not like you open up the condom wrapper and there's just like fur falling out of it, is there? Could be. Bah. Bah. That's the sound that people make sometimes. That's the sound of the police. Oh. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Come in, I'm going to arrest you. Just kidding, I'm not a policeman. Whips out his boobs. <laughs> I'm a gay stripper <laughs> with big tits. I have huge tits. I got surgically. Have you ever thought about getting breast implants? No. Uh -huh. But I've thought about a dick implant. You know how guys could get their legs heightened? Oh, yeah. You think about that? Can guys get their penis heightened, put a rod in it? Yeah. There's a few different styles, and I keep, I keep finding out about more styles. Yeah, and we got AI now. There's no way we don't got wiener elongators. You could ask the AI, like, tell me a way to make my dick bigger than nobody has ever thought of before in the history of the human race. Yeah, why don't people use AI for good? I think mostly they are. Oh, yeah. Like, AI, please make my wiener bigger. I mean, they could at least tell you all the options. That's true. I wish I, I wish I could find it right now, but there's a dude I know who got in a big argument with his girl and she exposed that he got a dick implant. Whoa. And I went and looked at it online and I, I wish I had it like ready to go on my phone, but it's just like this piece of plastic. We need a Googler. Inside, we need a Googler. <laughs> Tell the security guard. It's just a piece of plastic. Because she posted the receipt. She posted the, how much it cost. Oh, the receipt. Whoa. And Is there a receipt for that? Is there like a receipt for breast implants? 
Uh, yeah, or any, like any a financial like CV, transaction. CVS receipt for <laughs> <laughs> just as boobs a bunch of times. Just boobs. I mean, uh, yeah, but like she posted it. Mm-hmm. Fifteen grand this dude spent. And I don't know where his money comes from, but I imagine fifteen grand is a pretty solid amount of money to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I googled up the doctor's name. I started looking at his work. I find the penis implant. I'm not taking this risk, but it's pretty crazy that there's dudes out there that are like, God, I mean, now I got to see his dick. You yeah. got to know. Yeah. So if you had a Googler, would you ask him to Google that? It's too complicated because yeah. there's a lot of politics involved in that. I could just say like, hey, go to my camera roll and just scroll back until you see something that looks like it could be a dick implant. Yeah. Oh, true. Because that's what I would have to do right now if I wanted to find it. Do you have a lot of dicks in your phone? Do you want to see my friend Rat, Rat Dick Ralph's dick? Oh, you met him? Yeah, I did meet him. And, and he did like 20 dabs at 9 in the morning. <laughs> Dude, I sent this to Crip Mac and he was not stoked. <laughs> and, and when he, and just a I, cold open text of yes, <laughs> someone's dick. Literally. And then he was just like, Adam, that's not funny. <laughs> Why is it so like... Tucked in. I wonder if it's in his body. It's, it's like, <laughs> I feel like that answers a lot of questions. Don't about do what's drugs, wrong kids. That's what your penis would look like. You think there's no way that drugs could be powerful enough to make your dick do that? That's true. That's true. Do drugs, kids. Maybe it'll help your penis. What do you think of Rat Dick Ralph? He was a, he was a funny guy. Mm. I, I met him. Weirdly, at the mall the day before. Wow. So random. He's like, I'm going to be on the thing tomorrow. I'm like, what? Oh, weird. Do you know my schedule? Yeah, and he knows my schedule. And they told you that I was going to be there? Because I guess there was a call time. Right. So. Like 9 a.m. Yeah, like 9 a.m. Brutal. I can't believe you even showed up. I know. A bunch of people bailed at the last minute. Really? There was supposed to be more people there, yeah. Hmm. We had like Maybe a, someone else would have got eliminated. We had like a boxer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There was a boxer who was going to do it. I'm a boxer, professionally. Really? Who'd you box? A guy in England, and then I uh, did a chess boxing thing. I lost both of them. What is chess boxing? You play chess, you box for a minute, play chess for a minute, box for a minute, play chess, box. Wow. It's kind of fun. I feel like it would be more important to be good at the boxing because you could just get knocked out. That's what I thought, but I ran out of time on the chess part because I'm an idiot. You're not good at chess? No. I tried to learn the day before. I hear about people (sighs) playing chess all the time. Speed chess on chess.com. Sounds kind of fun, I guess. Those people are smart. Yeah. I'm not trying to put myself through that. No. That's a lot. Yeah. Definitely. So are you, are you the same guy with the YouTube channel? I guess so. Because it's not like you really, you know, you know, are revealing yourself to be any one of the many versions of yourself that you see on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know if it's you or. Right now it's me. I really dug into the YouTube channel last night. When you take off the mask, these glasses are the mask, I guess. Where do you get glasses that have the pads all the way at the bottom like that? Yeah, see, these are cool. So this is safety for if you're doing the sex. Uh huh. This is. Got to be ready. And it folds up. Oh shit! For if you need to lay lay on her, 
and get cuddled. Head head rubs. You could take these off. <laughs> Put it by your bed. Like that. And why? Amazon, five bucks. Really? Yeah. I mean, those are like, that's a good prop right there. Mm. Like, really like conveys loser. Yeah. What are what are those ones right there? Oh, I just got these in the mountains. They're just kind of comfy. Right. But if it's really sunny in your bedroom and you're having sex, then you do this. You strap it on. Keep it on your head. Or if you become blind and then you have sex, you could keep it on while you're blind having sex. While you're blind sex. Right. Being. Blind sexing. Yeah. That's great. And this kind of matches you. That's why I wore it. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. didn't even know what I was going to be wearing, did you? You didn't no. know I was going to be having a purple day? No. <laughs> oh, I wore the same socks that I wore on For the Love of Lena. Corona. Corona socks. You drink a lot and of Coronas? I, no. It's toxic shit. I, yeah. I, I regret all those years drinking beer. Yeah, I was, a, I was a big IPA guy. Were you really? Yeah, it's gross, huh? I would drink them because... No one else would drink them because mm. I feel like if you drink like a Corona, if you bring a big pack, then like everyone would drink, like take it from you. Mm. So I, um, I got those cause they taste like dirt trash. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I felt like I was one with nature drinking IPAs cause it's just dirt going through my body. Same logic. Yeah. I had a friend back in the day. We would be taking these BMX trips, and we, we would all buy gallons of water, basically. It's like mm -hmm. the most economical way for you to consume a lot of water. You're out riding bikes, sweating, you need a lot of water. And he buys a gallon of water and was convinced that somebody else had taken a sip of it. So he grabs it, and he spits a fucking big loogie in it, and then caps it and shakes it up. And then sits there with a fucking smirk on his face, like he just like he, won he the showed world. everybody, yeah. like haha, now you won't drink my water. Yeah, you're drinking loogie water. That's that's psychotic. Isn't that like the craziest thing ever? This dude became a fucking like psycho, like later yeah. later down the line. Like I don't know if he's in prison still, but he was he had to go away still, for a while. <laughs> he's probably in prison. I'm not kidding. This is like the first BMX rider I ever met. He was like really fucked up. Yeah. Were you were you ever one of those kids that would just at like recess would just keep spitting? Or no, no one of those kids. You, I think you eat some candy. And yeah, then you let the spit come out and you it's, hang it till oh, it's about yeah. an inch away from the ground. And you suck it back up. Yeah, I haven't had spit like that yeah. since then. Yeah, there's a, there's been a study that came out that kids that would do that are the ninety nine percent are in jail well, for life. I mean, I feel lucky to be in the one percent that didn't end up in jail. Yeah. Well, who do it all the time, you know? Do you think that there's anything special about your spit when you're a kid? I don't know. Maybe it's a marking your territory type of thing. Yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, kids would spit, especially, I feel like, dudes. It's like more of a, maybe it's like a masculine thing. And, oh, like, yeah. fuck society. Well, when you're a kid, you just want to figure out what your body is capable of. You yeah. Know? You're like, how far can I come what can How I far put can in I my pee? ass? Yeah, what can, I, what can I put in my ass? What can I fit in my ass is a big question that every kid wants answered. What's the most fucked up thing I could Google and oh, yeah. then, like, be okay after with? Oh, this guy's getting his head chopped in half. And that's I'm why I feel bad. Like I'm fine. Right, oh, yeah. We were looking at that shit. Yeah. But, but that's why, like, but we also grew up in the age of, like, gross-out porn and gross-out sex shock sites and shit, yeah, you yeah. know? The first porn I ever saw was poopsex.com. 
poop sex. Yeah, that definitely sounds like something you would type in, like, with your friends. Yeah. Poopsex.com. Because even in 1997, you could just guess a URL. Mm-hmm. And it would just, there would be something gross there. Yeah. Yeah, we would have to guess. Or it would be, like, just word of mouth. You know, rotten.com? It's like pre-Google. Yeah. yeah. Rotten.com. For a while, we were on there all the time. Yeah. That stuff was crazy. Oh, yeah. That early internet stuff. Well, there's probably worse stuff now, like Live Leak. Well, I feel like I look through Twitter and I see murders all the time now. Really? Yeah. I deleted my Twitter. Really? Too scared. Of what? What? Seeing murders. Really? Ever since Elon took over, tons of murders on the feed. Really? I mean, I, I don't remember really seeing much of it before Elon took over. Yeah. All right, play those murder clips. Yeah, we're going to just like... For what, 30 minutes. Play it. Play it over <laughs> the rest of the interview. We're talking about real stuff and it's just murders. <laughs> well, imagine if YouTube was that lawless. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. You think that'd be sick? That'd be wild. I did... Someone did send me a video link and it was just like a lady's like huge boobs and then like a kid like breastfeeding. On was, YouTube? Yeah, I guess like educational. Yeah. Oh, I saw, my friend sent me one too. I, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I hate you. And then you just go away and f- try to forget. And it was just like a, like a, for educational person, it was like a close up of someone's butthole. And they're shaving on it, YouTube. Right? Or waxing it or something? Some weird. It's got like six million views. Yeah. You know, someone, like someone a, showed me this too. Putting like a magic school bus type video camera up their butt to like. Oh, up the butt. Something like that, yeah. I didn't even watch it, but somebody like who works here, Flacco, was actually like really upset about this, if I remember correctly. Like, just couldn't wrap his head around the fact that this was allowed on YouTube, like a, a butthole shaving tutorial. Yeah, I wouldn't impress my luck. Yeah, with that, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I'd get things taken down. Oh, how, sure. how does YouTube like? That's educational. How's the YouTube robot? Like, that's educational. Yeah. That butthole. And shaving. just because this guy's been making comedy videos or interviewing rappers for all these years, like, we're, we're going to limit his freedom of speech and not allow him to teach the world how to shave his butthole. Yeah. That's downright censorship. That's fucked. That's what we need Elon for. Educational porn. That's the new one. You see the magic school bus, the kid? It's a weird show. I don't even, I don't really remember it. Miss Frizzle was like a oh, crackhead yeah. acid lady that like had a magic school bus and they'd all shrink down and like fly into like penis holes and like buttholes. Wait, really? Not really, but they would like fly in their ear and be like. Right. There was one where you, there was fish. They were in the bottom of the ocean and there was fish and like they, the fish like nuts on the eggs. I'm like, dang, I watched this when I was like nine. Really? Yeah. You know what? I don't think I ever seen the show. I think I just think that I saw the show because there was a little yachty lyric where he said something about she on a school bus, call her Miss Frizzy or something. Mm. And I remember like getting that kind of stuck in my head, even though I didn't actually like understand the root of it. Yeah, which is kind of fucked. I wonder if there's educational porn. You get one of those colonoscopy uh, video cameras, and you just. This is the inside of a colon or down your mouth. It's like that vor porn. But what would, like, how would a kid even, like, get education from that? Like, what, no, what would I learn from to just seeing an, the butthole? Like, yeah, there? you'd have to be an adult to get educated on it. What if, instead of sending in sex ed teachers in fourth grade or whatever, I don't know if they still do that, but what if they just, like, gave a grant 
to like browsers. Yeah. And they they made the instructional yeah. videos for the, the schools. With like porn stars we all know and love. Get the kids familiar early. Familiar with what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do you think browsers would accept that contract? <laughs> I don't think I would. I don't want the responsibility. Browsers for kids. <laughs> I mean, anything could happen. It's like gap for kids, but <laughs> because one thing you realize once you become a parent is that every like it's way easier to start a business if you're selling shit to kids because people will spend money on the dumbest shit ever for mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Whereas like for me as an adult, I mean, I could walk through the mall all fucking day and I'm, I'm probably never going to see anything I want. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you walk through a store with your kid, it's like they want everything. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, that does seem yeah, sure. cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Yeah. And that's, seven other things. Yeah. That's how I feel with like merch sometimes too. Like, mm. like YouTubers with like a young audience could sell a bunch because the moms are like, fine, yeah, to have a shirt. Yeah. And then like, and then like me who has like older audience, they're like, I got to pay for like my life. I'm right. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm never going to sell anything ever again. That's why I, I get so fascinated when I see people wearing like obscure YouTuber merch in public. I'm just like, wow, that is wild to just admit that you're part of that tribe. <laughs> you're part of that YouTube cult. Yeah. So shout out Danny Mullen. Uh, oh, yeah, always, yeah. But that's my boy. He's always pushing his merch. And it's always the weirdest fucking insider joke <laughs> references or whatever that I don't even get. Yeah. And I mean, he keeps making it, so he must be selling mm, it. But yeah. it's just kind of baffling to me like damn people like get these jokes and want to invest in wearing them mm -hmm. but hey i mean yeah it's good shit he's a good audience they love him they like that kind of shit yeah and he had long hair when he interviewed you i noticed that he looked kind of kind of hot he did a little hotter than average danny Mullen. yeah because he got short hair now yeah he's hotter with long hair I think maybe, yeah. When you guys did, you guys did, or did Sledge Lords? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, when I saw him interviewing you, oh, because that, you know, oh, when I saw it. Yeah, was, yeah. I'm watching Sunny V. I, I searched your name. I searched Churdley's interview. I find a fucking Sunny V2 video from before he was popping. Oh, yeah. When he still showed his face. Yeah. And he's breaking down the Churdley's story. Oh, the Sunny V, he showed his face in that? Yes, which he doesn't anymore. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like he's the worst looking guy on earth, but it's like. I think it's probably better if you if you haven't really like if you don't have to show your face it's probably better to not yeah show it that would be nice just to hide yeah Do, so you, you want to be more famous or less famous um i'd like to be more famous or i'd like i'd like to be um enough to like make a good living because I, I, would, I would rather it be like more of like doing like a sketch group type thing instead of it being just me, you know? Mm. That's what I try to do. Yeah, you have yeah. a whole crew. Yeah, the, the whole crew. But sometimes the people like cycle in and out, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll come back. It's it's mostly like friends who want to do it, people that want to do it, and um, people that I think are, are funny and I'm, good. I'm like fascinated by it because I just see... Like, I just wonder what it's like. It's like you and Trevor Wallace and, like, four other dudes, and you're mm -hmm. just, like, at some college in L.A., <laughs> and you're just, like, pretending to be seventh graders. And I just... So is it all... You have, like, a little bit written down? 
Uh, we, we yeah, we write up some, or we have like a concept, and then um, we'll kind of improvise off that, right? Because we're we're too lazy to write something. <laughs> well, I like it though. It's and like, the magic happens when you're like, it's like a podcast. You know, you come up with some funny stuff while you're just riffing. That's how I started to feel earlier. I was like, oh, this is kind of feeling like a a Churdley's video. <laughs> we're just kind of going back and forth, and just beginning. like brainstorming <laughs> dumb shit, just saying weird stuff. Yeah, and then you but you do your own editing. Yeah, I like editing. It's kind of fun. Do you like chop it into like jokes, reaction shots? Like, because I can't personally, I've never edited anything that intricate. I can't imagine mm. what it's like, like laying all this shit on top of each other. It's probably the mo- the least interesting thing that the fans could ever imagine me asking about. But <laughs> well, it's it's. I used to I used to um, edit wedding videos, so yes. I'm like I'm like used to it. Mm. So that this is way better and more fun than editing like someone's best day of their life boo <laughs> i don't think i've ever edited anything that wasn't entirely in chronological order yeah 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 so it is kind of hard i was like separate it into like different things mm. do you bite your fingers too a little bit till yeah. it bleeds yeah you really yeah i do sometimes i've been working really hard to not do it but it hard. seems like i always have one finger that i'm just kind of yeah yeah. One time I did it on a podcast and it was bleeding the whole time. I just kept having to like, <laughs> bro, that's <laughs> like my darkest fucking secret right there. Yeah. I've done that before, and then you're, I'm, I'm waiting until the other person starts talking, so I'm gonna be like, <laughs> start sucking the blood off of it. Yeah, that feels like okay. You have a problem. See, men have to deal with blood too. Mm. From our fingers, a, we need a sponge. But that is funny because yeah, for our fingers. If a girl had that problem. Mm-hmm. We would all view her like a meth head. True. Because, <laughs> we're we're think, slightly meth heads. But, but like, just if a girl, because you know girls have like fucking fingernails out to here sometimes. Yeah, yeah, true. And if that was paired with like, even just the way my fingers are right now with like a little bit of wear oh, and tear on the sides. Yeah. They, would look they get it all like done up and stuff. Yeah. And we don't even like notice sometimes. Well, society has this crazy expectation for women versus men. Wow. True. You ever hear that song by Taylor Swift, I'm the Man? No. Whole song is about how, like, Leonardo DiCaprio gets to go out and just, like, bang all these fucking random 19-year-old models, and he's the Uh man. Yeah. And then meanwhile, she's had, like, eight boyfriends in her, like, (laughs) 15-year career, and, like, everybody talks about her like she's a fucking whore. Yeah. True. It's kind of fucked, right? It's kind of crazy, yeah. Same with, like, comments on Instagram. Mm. You know? They're always mean to girls more so than guys. Or like Pokemon selling her cookies for a lot of money. Hmm? She, she sells cookies? Yeah. She like bought some cookie company and mm. then started selling the cookies for more money than they were selling them for. Oh, uh, did people hate on that? People are so mad about it. Yeah. And like, I guess like her reaction to it has been kind of careless. People are like, she needs that, that A-class acting, uh, Reaction. I just don't know if people would like have the same level of judgment for like a male content creator. Oh yeah, probably not. But if you're like, like, if you're big, they're gonna hate on you no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Haters stink. Haters do stink. Oh, you know what I want to do? If there's like mean people suck. Yeah, mean people stink. Bring that bumper sticker back. Boom. 1996. Very popular bumper sticker. Was it? Mean people suck. <laughs> you don't remember those? Put that on shirts. Merch. I knew a lot of people with mean people suck. Mean people suck. Stickers. Girls are perfect. No matter what. That's very modern. 
Yeah, that's true. That wouldn't have been back in the day. Women are flawless. <laughs> Women are flawless. No matter what. But I want to, what I want to do is I want to, if there's like an afterlife or something, uh -huh. I want to like sit down like someone who wrote a weird comment, you know, or like a mean comment and just, you know, like have like a podcast with them. Like what if someone said like a comment that, <laughs> that hurt your feelings mm -hmm. then you could just sit down and be like, why, why'd you do that? Right. And they have to explain why they wrote that comment. If they're above like 21 and they're like an adult. If they're like a kid, then whatever. But like, they have to explain themselves <laughs> if they're like a twenty-five dude from Oklahoma who like says something mean. You know, about <laughs> I think we should do this right now. We should do this right now to catch a predator, yeah. but to catch a hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you find a hater, a random hater. Every person who leaves a negative comment to you on Instagram, yeah. You create fake profiles. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly what direction you want to take this, but somehow you bait them into like meeting you at a Walmart. Yeah, yeah. And then you force them to confront the reality of yeah. their hate comment. Perfect. But you got to get some other kind of dirt too. You got to get them to talk about their filthy sex fantasies or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you pretend to be a super hot chick. Yeah, pretend to be a super hot chick. Get them to be vulnerable meet up and uh yeah that's a great idea right to catch, to a, catch hater. a hater because like really being a hater is pretty bad right like yeah it's that's how very strange you're like why society. are you here in the first place you know why are you hating why are you hating why are you here just unfollow please but there's so many times that you'll see people get into a conflict online and especially if the person is not really like well versed in arguing online and someone will say something bad about them, and their entire response will be like, I don't even know him. Why is he talking about me online? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, well, bro, that's, that's what we all do. Yeah. That's the entirety of content for the most part. True. Like, you, you can't, that's not a trump card. You can't just say like, oh, you don't even know me. Yeah. Can't say that. This just doesn't work. But then we could get to know him by deep diving into their profile mm. and exposing them and exposing a random guy from <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah. That would be good. But that's why, it, that's why it's <laughs> great when like random people get famous. Yeah, they, yeah. They'll like kind of think that's like, okay. They'll like start arguing with people in their Instagram comments and oh, shit for yeah, a while, like funny. post it on their story and just be like, look at Claire. <laughs> Claire called me a dick on, in a comment. Fuck you. Claire. Oh, you mean when like famous people like get mad at, at like their their haters yeah like publicly and having like figured out that they need to just chill yeah 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 so they'll get like too they'll deep dive too hard into it and you're like whoa 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 i got a guy like that <laughs> in my life my guy my guy whack 100 uh-huh he's like the scariest fucking dude ever yeah but he'll like anyone like you could go in his instagram comments right now and just argue with him <laughs> all day he'll just go back and forth with you you're just bored and you're just like, I want to go argue with Wack 100. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he still does it. He might have like smartened up a little bit, but for a while, I mean, you could just, anything you wanted to say, he'll he'll go back and forth with you like eight or nine times. Just start off with like dumb, dumb. Yeah. You're a dumb, dumb. That would probably you're be the first. Dumb, the first dumb. Yeah. If you want to get a reaction, call him a dumb, dumb. You're a dumb, dumb. <laughs> Do you, how much time, oh, all right, break this down. What's your internet diet? When you're on YouTube, when you're browsing social media, what do you spend a lot of time on? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I've been wondering because I'm like, oh, is sketch comedy like kind of dead on YouTube and stuff like that? Mm. Or is like, is it just like short form? 
because you've pivoted to the shorts in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Or at least everything you make, you got to kind of do the short thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Kind of do a lot of shorts. And like the long form stuff, I'm like, is that even doing well? Besides like if it's like podcast commentary, the real stuff, which I'm like, I do watch most of that anyway. Podcast. So I'm like, I'm like it's oh, podcast commentary? Like podcast. Too lazy or to try. Or commentary or like, like somewhat like a topic or something. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I'll watch like, I'll watch that kind of stuff versus like a sketch too. So I'm like, oh, maybe I need to like right. kind of get on to that. Cause that, that stuff is a little more interesting right? and maybe sketch comedy could be, could be like shorts and stuff or things that look real. Right. Like uh, I, I yeah. clicked on like a couple of the videos that I have saved to watch at some point in the near future. One of them is the podcast producer whose job it is to get high. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, <laughs> I've seen it and it sucked me in, but I have a good relationship with the content. Cre- well, I don't have a good relationship of him. Actually, he's made uh. videos shitting on me, but <laughs> I have a good relationship in the sense that I've watched a bunch of his content and I think it's good. Yeah, so yeah. I trust that it'll be good. Sunny V2 is the most extreme version of that. Yeah. Because he's just kind of had hit after hit. So people yeah. are just clicking everything. And that's kind of a big part of getting your shit to yeah. do well. I wonder if like, because I, I kind of just shit post recently. Because I'm like short, 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 whatever, mm-hmm. whatever lands, lands. And it's like more interesting and fun. But I'm like, what? I'm like, does that does that deter the audience or does it even matter? Cause some stuff will like blow up out of, no, out of nowhere on like reels or shorts or mm. TikTok, And it's like, does it matter the shit posting or do you need like every video to be like a smash hit? Mm. Like the Mr. Beast thing. Yeah. Like the Mr. Beast thing. Cause my channel is the complete and total opposite of that. Where like you do an interview, you get 15 fucking clips from the interview, you drop mm-hmm. the clips, you drop the full interview, you drop, you know, it's just like, yeah. we're just really hitting them with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you can really make your own call about how much of it you want to watch. But the new theory of the internet is the Mr. Beastification of everything. Yeah. Let's focus on retention. Let's focus on keeping them entertained. There will be an explosion every mm-hmm. eight to 10 seconds. Yeah. And that, I just, I don't know if I really want to play that game. I know. It seems so, like, formulaic. Obviously, it works, but I'm like, oh, that seems tiring. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, draining. And then if it doesn't do well, you're like, why did I even try? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just throwing pain at the wall and just seeing what's yeah. going to happen here. Yeah, yeah. I was watching your videos, most popular mm-hmm. to least popular. And, like, sometimes you'll have, like, a a short a three minute video and a 10 minute video. That's like the same shoot, right? You'll have like mm. the unedited long version, mm. the tightly condensed three minute version, and then the short banger. Version. Yeah. 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 Those are, those are nice to do. Cause the same thing with like a podcast, like whoever wants to watch the full thing can right. do it. And then these are like the fire clips, right? The best part of the, the episodes. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the same. You're kind of feeding everyone. I feel like one thing I think when I look at your channel is like, damn, this guy has that dedication because you just been like kind of grinding the same concept for a long time. Whereas I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of YouTubers kind of like experience a degree of success. Then they sort of just, you know, they, they get kind of tired of doing the thing that they got popular doing mm-hmm. and they like want to switch it up. But it feels like you're kind of focused on this, this thing. But do you, do you think beyond it? Is there like a, a timeline in your head where you might be like, fuck, I'm going to like, just, 
I feel like a lot of people who do produce content like you do just end up doing podcasts at some point. It's just mm. like a lazy thing. I'm like, oh, I can make an hour long thing. And it's going to take me way less time than this like banger five minute video that people people want to watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I because like this this year I kind of shifted to like getting out those quick snippets. Like I've always just filmed like long long videos and then c condense it down to like that ten minutes. And that would just like work and stuff. But now I'm just like, I, I'll even go out for a shoot and and just want it to be like one minute long and like film it on a phone and stuff. And I'm like starting to wonder like, would it be fun to film a full like movie on a phone? So easy. Right. Even before I came here, I was like, what movies uh, have been filmed on like a phone? It's like random ones, like this unsane one is called and it like looks so good. Or like this one called uh, Tangerine. He, d he directed like Florida Project and uh, Red Rocket and stuff. And you're like, dang, you filmed that on a phone? That sounds so easy. <laughs> right. And I'm like, can you just use like the littlest of, a of equipment to like make a scripted movie that feels really real that like is uh, has like that same heart as like a, like a big movie, but you don't have to wait around for five hours to set up everything. <laughs> right. Well, I went through that realization during my years as a BMX rider because, you yeah. know, I'm coming up and we're all using like VXs and shit and like all these like old school cameras and everything. And then phones keep getting better. I've already been riding bikes. Since, uh, it started in like 1997. All of a sudden it's like 2011 or 12 or whatever where everybody's got an iPhone and everybody's filming video on their yeah. phone. And then you're on Instagram and everybody's posting like, you know, whatever, like shitty ass crashes or like your leftovers are becoming yeah. the shit that you post on there. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you still have like expensive ass cameras and the filmers. <laughs> yeah. we, we all have like $4,000 fucking cameras that we're filming shit with. But then you start to have this realization that the clip that you film with the $4,000 camera is not going to do as well on Instagram as the fucking iPhone clip yeah. of the same trick because somehow the iPhone just feels super relatable and the, yeah. and the really, really nice fisheye camera on a really high quality, uh, you know, fisheye lens on a high quality camera, it just feels too polished yeah. for people and they don't want to see it. It's like, yeah, it's almost like they want to feel like they're there. Because yeah. like with an iPhone, you feel like you're, you're actually filming it. Mm. So yeah, maybe that's like why people like it so much. Cause like with a crash, you're like, Oh, I, I was there. But like with a big camera, you kind of take yourself out. Yeah. It feels like a production. You're like, yeah, you yeah. understand that like, Oh, this is a crazy like, thing that a lot of effort went into. Whereas <laughs> the iPhone angle is like, you could imagine yourself walking down the street yeah. just sort of seeing this guy doing this shit and just stopping. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Cause yeah. Cause people, I feel like people too, like they're like, Oh, this is such high effort. Mm. And it's like, um, they, they like don't want to watch it. If it's high effort, especially like on, on like YouTube and stuff, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Effort is kind of a turn off to some people. Yeah. I, I've seen that too before, like where it's like a, a creator will like put all this money into like a passion project or something and it just like won't do well. Right. People are just like, hmm, this isn't just like an easy, dumb video. Well, especially when you have your audience trained to expect certain things from you. Yeah, exactly. True. So that is an interesting thing. Like Keemstar who's had a fascinating career arc because, you know, he used to do like millions of views on drama alert and then 
the views just kind of keep kept going down over time. I think he stopped posting like a year ago or something, maybe a little longer than that. But at one point recently, he did a full length documentary about Boogie Two Nine Eight and uh, Two Nine Eight Eight and Wings of Redemption, these extremely morbidly obese men who had a boxing match, mm-hmm. and it performed horribly on his channel. I think it only got like two hundred thousand views. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be a bitter pill to swallow that you've been making these shit quality videos that you just in your basement rehearse, you know, mm-hmm. rehashing like YouTuber beef. And you're like, granted, the views are going down on that, too. But then you make this like extremely high quality documentary and it just doesn't perform as well as like the low quality stuff that you've been making. That's yeah. got to really make you feel like you're in a bind. Yeah. It's like you almost got to expect it. Mm. Maybe it's like you got to like expect that this is just for people passion or something instead of going because every time i'm like this is gonna go viral and spend like then it's just like oh that hurt <laughs> when it like doesn't do well mm-hmm. or even does well and you're just like i wanted to do better because i spent so much time i see you trying to dip into the taylor swift clout factory yeah am i oh who's, oh yeah who's I the male taylor swift yeah, or yeah something? I, did, I did do that i mean taylor swift is just so viral yeah And it used to be more like you can make a video and just put anyone's name in the title and like get that viral effect. But I feel like Uh, that doesn't happen as much anymore. Yeah. Or yeah, it it doesn't really. Sometimes it's it's interesting, but it's like your fan base probably doesn't overlap with the Taylor Swift audience for the most part. So maybe the algorithm decides that you're not worthy of that. Yeah. You could like back in the day, you just use the tags. I remember I would like when I first started, I was like, I don't know, like 15 or something. I would just put like. The tags of like, like oh, yeah. just big actors just doesn't even re- <laughs> relate to the video at all. And even like, like websites the before YouTube, was, <laughs> like if you looked at the source code or whatever, you'd like scroll the bottom and just be all these keywords over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. That was like 1998 yeah. SEO practices. Yeah, exactly. No, I had a good lick going for a while because there was a BMX rider from LA named Chris Brown, mm. black guy. Mm-hmm. Didn't really look like Chris Brown at all, but. I would post videos of him on my channel and just put Chris Brown in the <laughs> title. Uh-huh. And it would do this weird thing where like as soon as it came out, it would get like a lot of views for a while because it would just get served to all the Chris Brown fans. Mm. And then like very quickly, the algorithm would realize like, oh, this has <laughs> nothing to do with Chris Brown. It would stop serving it up. Uh-huh. But at least I would get like a little little spike there. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Guy didn't look anything like Chris Brown though. That's the problem. <laughs> But I would use a the, thumbnail where his head was like partially obscured so you could tell it was like a, a black yeah, guy, but not that, anything more than that, really. The algorithm now like will tell you, it'll be like, people swiped out of this immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the algorithm's so mean. This performed horribly within your last few videos, like on the YouTube studio. Yes. <laughs> you're like, okay, thanks. If you get out of 10 out of a 10 out of 10, is that like yeah, genuinely yeah. bother you? Um sometimes. Sometimes I'll know. If it's like one, then I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And it gets a 10 out of 10. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> one of Same the kind of thing. One of the For the Love of Lena episodes, for some reason, like right after it premiered, I looked at it and it said nine out of 10. Yeah. And then I really had this kind of weird feeling of like, you let another dude fuck your wife for a nine out of 10. <laughs> and then I like looked at it again, like 20 minutes later and it said one out of 10. And then I felt totally fine with it. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does secretly get to you. You could like you could like lie to yourself, like, oh no, it's just 
it just didn't do well because of this, this and that, whatever. Right. But then it's like one out of 10, you're like, I knew it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to let someone fuck my wife for a nine out of 10. I know. Like, what is this? I don't want to. I wasn't doing this for it to not go viral. Like, this has to go viral for it to be justified in any way. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, is that performing well? Or Yeah, I think like the first and second episode have like half a million so far. So honestly, like in order for it to cover the cost each episode would probably have to get like two million views yeah which i kind of believe that each episode will get a million views two million views i mean you also wonder like how long uh the shelf life is mm -hmm. when you make something that's like really high quality yeah yeah and has like you know probably is going to have a much longer shelf life duration on youtube as a result of the fact that uh it's just probably got way better retention than the average podcast clip Oh, true, true. There's like, so much happening. Yeah, it's just like every five seconds there's a cut and there's drums in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time there's like a decision to be made. <laughs> <laughs> I love reality TV like that. It's good. What about uh, when did you discover the trick of like just putting extremely hot chicks in every video? Uh, I've done that for a while. I feel like you don't do it maybe as much now. Yeah. Does it feel like a little bit of a... A compromise a, yeah yeah because yeah people people like like we were talking about are like just mean to girls like why are you putting these girls in your videos and you're like chill they're they're, fu they're funny and i would do anything <laughs> to just be around this attractive woman like, <laughs> i just want to yeah. smell her she don't even have to touch her or do anything yeah yeah i just want to sniff her i know i did i just want to sniff her pheromones right there's Doi. that's something i wish i had been able to like wrap my head around throughout mm. my life is like there's so much value in just having girls around like yeah girls. yeah like, just don't fuck them keep them around they're, they're your friends pretend that you have friendships yeah. with them <laughs> they will bait other women into your circle yeah you gotta just yeah <laughs> you gotta just have, be, pretend to be their friend you know pretend to be their bestie but what, what so what do you do you like dm a random girl and you say like hey I want I want to use you as clickbait in my video. Um, I think like a lot of it's like, especially like only yeah yeah hey, I want to use you as clickbait <laughs> for my video. <laughs> well, now in the OnlyFans fans era, it's got to be an easy sell because yeah. every girl's looking for something to do on YouTube to get some eyes on it, right? Yeah, yeah, and there are like funny ones. Like I think me and Kazumi work together. She's I think she's hilarious. Yeah, and um, she's hot, but um, more hot than hilarious. No offense, Kazumi. <laughs> Sorry, Kazumi. She actually is the one that I think got me on on your show or introduced me. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I was kind of wondering that. Where the fuck did he come from? Yeah, where did I come from? Mm. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. It's funny because I'll do like a video. I'll do like ten videos for the boys where it's like just dudes being dudes and like just like bro humor, or whatever. And then I'll do like one with like with like a girl. And then like, or like an OnlyFans girl, then like there'd be like just weird guys just be like, why the fuck do you have these whores in, in, video, in the video? And I'm like, you're, you're only seeing this video because they're in it right. and you didn't see the last like 10 videos or something like, right. <laughs> I'm like, so you're, you're kind of only watching because they're in it. Too. So why are you getting mad about this? You should be ashamed of yourself. Right. I think there is a lot of <laughs> shame going on there. The guys in click the it because they think the girls are hot, but then they're yeah. kind of mad at themselves that they're watching content that really has nothing yeah. to do with them. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, then you didn't watch any of the last ones. Right. So why, why didn't you watch the last one? And they're like, you only use hot girls. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what? 
Okay. I remember at, at least 10 years ago, probably longer than that, there was this BMX company and they went on a trip overseas and they made a video and the thumbnail was just a woman's ass mm. because I think they were in like Brazil or South America or some shit and there's just, you know, chicks shaking ass on the street and they got a clip of this girl's ass moving around, look great. And they made it the thumbnail. And this is back in the day before you could get, you know, demonetized for having a fucking ass as your thumbnail. Mm -hmm. And then they got like a couple million views and they were just like so stoked, like yeah. beyond stoked. <laughs> and then they go on another trip and I think that they, I, I can't remember if they used another ass or if they like tried to kind of pull this off again, but I don't think it ever worked again after that. And I kind of, I really felt for them. Yeah. They just accidentally um, landed on algorithmic gold. Yeah. Yeah. That used to happen, I feel like. They'd be like the worst videos, and they would have like 50 million views on, on YouTube, just these long videos, and you're like, dang, they cashed out. And then you watch it, it's like this weird prank. Well, if you <laughs> they just hit this algorithmic yeah. goal. If you stay consistent and put out a video like every week or whatever your schedule is, yeah. at some point the algorithm will reward you by just being like, hey, this one's doing better than all the other ones. Boom, yeah. we're going to just Boom. show it to everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's how like the shorts work sometimes too, or even mm -hmm. reels. It's like a few days after they're just like, you're like, right. whoa, okay. But that was random. Do you feel like it's kind of defeating to put so much time into reels and TikToks that don't earn any money? When as a YouTuber, like obviously the the, yeah. the full length videos are the the thing that's actually bringing cash in. Yeah, it's interesting. So I'm like, where do I even get money to survive? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have that feeling? Yeah, I, I was having that this morning. I'm like. I'm like, oh, whoa, like I need to like just branch out, do a bunch of different things. But it's like it is gratifying to have the shorts. Mm. And then like now TikTok's paying over like a minute things. And it's like that's but that's now competitive and stuff. too. What's the most you ever made on TikTok in a month? Um, I think it's right when like their beta program, I made like a few thousand, like nothing crazy because that month I just didn't have anything pop off. But I was like, oh, cool. A few thousand bucks for posting TikToks that I would just post anyway. It's better than just being on there for free. Yeah. It's like I could feed my dog. Your dog costs a couple thousand bucks a month to feed? No. She's like a little Pomeranian. Mm. I almost brought her. I don't pay any attention to how much my dog's food costs. But yeah, yeah. Lennon just told me that we're now paying $500 a month for his food. Really? It's the nicest looking food I've ever seen. Dang. All these like little cooked up, prepared. Yeah, and all these little packets, and I got to like scoop it out and mix it together Whoa, in the bowl. And she yeah. told me that the dry food we were giving him before was like, uh, you know, $50 a month or $100 a month, like yeah. nothing. Yeah. 5X to just make the dog healthier, knowing wow. that his lifespan is like 12 years or whatever. Yeah, I should do that. But I, I, yeah, I had a dog trainer in the beginning. Cause I was like, oh, my dog barks when I walk, like when I go to the bathroom, mm. I'm like not in the same room as her. She couldn't even, she, she said, she was like, oh, I'm going to take your dog and, um, and I'll, I'll fix the barking for like two weeks. And then the dog came back, my dog came back and she was still barking. <laughs> yeah. We had that problem too. We had to send him away again. Yeah. It got a little better. Yeah. Yeah. She, I don't, I just try to brush it off now, but she's better at like walks and stuff. But she told me all this crazy stuff to do to like feed, feed my dog. And I'm like. This sounds so like get pumpkin 
like pumpkin pie stuff. <laughs> I was like, right. what? And then like this kind of stuff's poisonous. This one's poisonous. This one's poisonous. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. It's crazy. That's a job to just like make up a bunch of bullshit about a dog's yeah. diet and just like feed it to people. Yeah. I was kind of wondering if like a lot of it was bullshit. She started like digging into myself. It was like during COVID. Right. I was like drinking a lot at that time. And, and she was like, are you sure it's not like your drinking problem is your dog is like feeling like, and I was like, whoa, what, really? probably. <laughs> like, yeah. As she soon was like somebody, about to make me cry. As like, soon as somebody starts telling me that my dog's like emotional <laughs> state might be the problem, my eyes are just going to roll into the back of my head. And I'm just going to be over this fucking conversation. Yeah. It was wild. She'd come over at like nine in the morning and I was tired and she'd just like give me like a therapy session about, my dog's anxiety problems were, were about like how much I was drinking during COVID. And I was like, okay, maybe you're right. Did, did my parents like hire you? Right. <laughs> so where are you at with the drinking today? Uh, I've actually, I've, I've stopped drinking hopefully for good. When like that, four months, four, four months, months sober. Wow. It's the longest since I was like 20. Cause I saw uh, some bits of you on the, the cold ones podcast. Oh yeah. And they are, I guess like extremely enthusiastic drinkers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were talking about, you know, how you film some of your best stuff while hungover or whatever. But like, yeah, why'd you stop? Why'd you why'd you kick it? Um, I just like wanted to get healthier. I felt like bloated, mm. and I was like, just I I was like drinking too much. At like noon, I'd be like, a white claw sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, maybe I should just like not do it anymore. Right. And like, and you're how old? 31. That's when it really starts to kick in, I feel like. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's cute when I was like in Australia with doing cold ones. Well, they just do it forever. Yeah. They just drink for the rest of their lives. <laughs> in, in Australia. Yeah, you're like 75 and you're still slamming pints. That sounds fun. I don't... But <laughs> it, my thing you is... a drinker? No. I really? stopped five years ago. Oh, really? Also, when I stopped doing cocaine and Xanax and all these things. Yeah. Um just kind of all at the same time, boof, just yeah. stopped. And I'll still drink once in a while, but like at my birthday party, which you went to, mm -hmm. uh, I had one white claw at the house, felt like the tiniest bit of like acid reflux slash, you know, indigestion. I don't know what yeah. the fuck to call it. And just was like, you know what? Like I'll have more fun tonight if I don't drink and I'll feel great tomorrow. So yeah, I'm just not yeah, going to yeah. drink. And it just, you know, that, that little bit of pain that I felt from the white claw just made that seem like the easiest decision in the world. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because, yeah, I feel like I, I could, I would drink way too much. And then, like, the medication just, like, mixes. And I, like, looked it up. I was like, oh, I should be, like, dead by now. What medication? <laughs> like, Lexapro. How's that going? I've been taking it forever, and I didn't see, like, how it, how Lexapro and alcohol mix. Mm. And I looked it up when I was like, I felt like, like shit one day. And I just looked it up and I was like, oh, I shouldn't drink anymore ever <laughs> or, yeah. do, or do drugs. The antidepressants make it like a million <laughs> times more powerful. Right? Yeah. I remember I, and somebody sold me some oxys back in the day. Uh -huh. It was the only time I ever had oxys, but I was just like with some dude and he just like had a, an oxy prescription and he was just like, I'll sell you to these for 10 bucks each. And I, I heard somebody say like, these are worth like a hundred dollars each. Yeah. So I bought them <laughs> and then I like couldn't find anybody to buy them because you have to be like a straight up like crackhead to fucking <laughs> want to like buy 80 milligram oxys. <laughs> and now I would have a really easy time selling uh, those. 
Yeah. But at that time, I didn't really have like a network of yeah, drug yeah. users. A lot of, yeah. So I ended up taking them myself because I got a concussion and my fucking head hurt so bad. Uh-huh. And then I remember I went out drinking one night and off of Oxy and took like, you know, drank half a beer and I was just fucking annihilated. Yeah. And that was when I realized like, oh, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just, bl- yeah, it makes it stronger. Way stronger. Made me, it made me, it makes me like sleepy. So oh. why, why'd you get on the Lexapro? Uh, I just felt like I was like in my head, like just distracted all the time. Mm. And so like, I just like told the doctor that and he was like, yeah, here you go. Here's right. big pharma. Shove this shove this big farm up your butt. But when I don't drink it, like I definitely feel like it's working. <laughs> right. Do you, and then when I do. So you have a good relationship with it? Yeah, pretty good. That's good to hear. It's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if it's just I've been doing it so long. I like trick, I'm, I'd like be the same. Or if I like just didn't do it and I just matured and like was like got out of my head somehow or whatever. But right. I think it's, I think it's good. I can't. I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of people who like, I remember being in fucking high school yeah, and just like hearing from my mom about like how essential she felt it was for like young girls to get on antidepressants. Yeah. Yeah. And just being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah, how yeah. do you really think that like such a large percentage of kids need to be on this shit? Yeah. And uh, so you're kind of hooked on it. Like, yeah. At when you're on it. Your developmental age. I mean, they put me yeah, in Wellbutrin yeah. when I was like 13, 14. Oh really? And I yeah, did it for like young. six months and, then I stopped. And then at some point I realized like, oh, I can't really remember that six months. Oh, really? It's just kind of a blur. Yeah. Come like robotic or something. Yeah. I heard, I hear some like horror stories of different medication. I was behaving horribly in school and getting arrested for doing stuff outside of school. So I guess that's why they thought that I needed something. Yeah. Like exposing yourself in, in the bathroom. It never went that <laughs> far. More just like a little, I mean, you can get in trouble for anything in school. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then you fucking enter into this new world and it's just totally lawless. Mm -hmm. Like you could just scream at someone on the street and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Dude, I heard Casey Neistat saying that the other day that the difference between New York and LA is that New York, like the cops like really want to catch criminals and in LA, they just genuinely seem like they don't give a fuck. And I was like, that is true. Like somehow I've kind of grown numb to that, Mm -hmm. but it does feel like in New York city, they're just trying to really get everybody doing anything illegal and in LA it just feels like almost anything could happen and the cops aren't going to do anything yeah I've heard stories like like about that they're just like uh yeah or I've heard stories where they just like drive past something (laughs) oh yeah I mean I've seen in New York just like a FedEx truck just like parked and then all of a sudden a bunch of fucking undercover cops just run out of the FedEx truck and I realized there <laughs> was an undercover operation the whole time. Oh, dang. And I'm like, the cops do not appear to be working that hard in LA. Yeah. True. Um, wh- where do you get your um, experience with young children? Pause. But you, when you make <laughs> the, uh, the the videos about the toddlers, uh-huh. you were just kind of like making jokes that I felt like I would never have understood if I wasn't a dad yeah like there's one where you're just like well i didn't i got, I got a little <laughs> i missed out on a little bit of sleep so i'm just gonna fuck shit up he's knocking <laughs> everything over and i'm just like yeah why is that my kid misses out on like 20 minutes of sleep and yeah she just fucking wants to destroy shit yeah i think I, I have like nieces and nephews i have like three older sisters that have like kids so i kind of mm. like get that and it's just like off like basic like experience too like mm-hmm. as being like a kid just remembering like how like, cranky 
you would like get or just like or even like stories that like my mom would say like about like when I was a kid and mm. just like use that for for videos or like friends would be like oh yeah we did this or just like Im improvise really sometimes right. too yeah I feel like I don't remember <laughs> anything from like when I was like a little kid and yeah. then as soon as I started to be in a grown up at all I was just like not like my friends would have babies and I would just I don't care. I'm not gonna go see this thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna see this creature. Then my my sister had kids, and I started to like you know yeah. go see them and shit. And like, yeah, you see how like how how fast their like moods switch up. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and that really kind of makes you understand like how important your mood is. Mm -hmm. That you could yeah. you could really like perceive events in multiple different ways. Mm -hmm depending on where you're that at. That is weird, like the whole manifestation type stuff that like, like, ooh, like some people like talk about them, like it's kind of real sometimes. Mm. I don't but, even care if it's like voodoo. Right. <laughs> but like I could have, like sometimes my girl, this pisses her off. She'll ask me for my opinion on something mm. and then I'll, and I'll give her a certain answer, and then she'll ask me the same exact thing like eight hours later when I've like smoked weed and like got home from work. You give a completely, a completely different, answer. different answer, and I don't remember giving the first answer. <laughs> and then she'll point out this duality. She's like you switched up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You never asked me that before. <laughs> and at a certain point, I just kind of have to believe her. Yeah, <laughs> I just wasn't really paying attention the first time around or whatever. Yeah, maybe I really was a totally different person. She's just testing you. Yeah. Yeah. People could read me like a book if I'm like in a bad mood. Really? Yeah, they're like, ooh, like right when I walk in, they're like, he's, he's no, he's no fun. Because you're supposed to be Mr. Funny Guy. Just be Mr. Funny Guy. Does that weigh on you? Clown. That pressure? Uh, no, not too bad. Because especially because you're like, I'm surrounded by like a lot of funny friends too. So it's like, or like creators are always kind of, they kind of have that like you know switch a little bit. Mm. You ever feel like that before a podcast? You're like in a crummy mood and you have to like kind of switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you do a lot of podcasts. So it's like, if you're having a bad day, yeah. You got to be able to just sort of flip out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And be able to kind of laugh at your bad day slash ignore your bad day. But sometimes yeah. the bad days can be so bad that like it's, it's almost pointless. Yeah. Or you could like acknowledge it or like bring it out or tell people about your, like how you're feeling and make a joke out of it almost. Yeah. That kind of helps probably, especially it's, on a podcast. Sometimes like, depression is just like, sometimes it's just too real. It's too sus. Could you be funny while you're going through some hard shit, like a breakup or? Um, sometimes I'm, sometimes it feels like you could be funnier through those moments. Mm. Same thing like what I was saying on the, that pod or the cold ones where it's like when you're hungover, uh, more funny. Right. I don't know why I said that then, but now, like now, nowadays I just get anxious. So it's not, it's not like a hangover. It's like anxiety. Oh yeah. That's like kind of why I stopped too. But it's like, if you are in that like Lucy, just like, oh my gosh, it's kind of like really late at night. You're like really funny. Cause you're just so like loose and like, you're like half brain dead. Right. <laughs> but that's a miserable thing that happens to you as you get older is that you, you like your level of energy and enthusiasm just starts to diminish a bit. So like I felt like that at my party, whereas like by the time it was two or three in the morning, I just, you know, you could have came up to me and told me you had found the cure for cancer and I'd just be like, yeah, okay. Uh -huh. like, like, yeah. There's just nothing going on. Like I just was <laughs> a walking fucking zombie after being up <laughs> since seven in the morning. 
Yeah. And it's just, when I was a kid, I remember like, you could hit me up at three in the morning and say, we're going to this party. I'd be like, let's go sign me up. Yeah. doesn't matter. Especially like, cause it was your party and you're like talking to like everyone. Yeah, That's that so was draining. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. I always watch like a big, big movie and they have like a thousand people like doing a war scene. And I'm like, how do you not want to die? Just like orchestrating that whole thing. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, it's just like that social battery, but it's also like I feel I feel like those like th- those memes where it's like in your twenties you go out and party, in your thirties you want to sleep, and I'm like that'll never be me in my twenties, and then I'm like that's that is me, damn it, right. like fall under that. That's why it feels weird to be forty because it's yeah. like I'm ten years away from being like I mean I don't know what the fuck fifty is, but it doesn't seem like you're supposed to be doing any fun shit at fifty. Let's get back into cocaine. Oh, when's the last time you did it? <laughs> um, probably like a few months ago, five months ago. Really? With the yeah. drinking? Yeah, it's kind of like they 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 go hand in hand sometimes. Like a yin yang. Yeah, no good. Ugh. But Bad. it's so good too. Yeah, it's it's so good. I drank for many years and then I found out about coke and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is how you do it. <laughs> Oh, this is the fun part. Yeah, this is how everybody's staying out till nine in the morning drinking <laughs> is because they're doing coke too. Oh, that's why my friends randomly are super excited to talk to me. Yeah. After they get out of a room with a bunch of people mm. sniffing their keys. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, I, I remember just having conversations at parties with like a girl who was like a real estate agent secretary. Mm-hmm. And she would tell me that's what she did for a living. And I would be having like the most passionate fucking <laughs> conversation with her for like 40 minutes about this in between doing coke. <laughs> and then wake up the next day and just like look at her, your text with her. And you're just like, holy fuck, you were trying to go over a crib at six in the morning. And like, <laughs> you're, it's just so embarrassing. Like just to become yeah, that it's version the worst. of you. And you could like totally tell when people are like doing it, especially if you've, if you've done it, you're like, oh, they're sending novels at three in the morning. <laughs> They're yeah. definitely doing coke. And it's weird too, because now that I don't drink, I'm so oblivious to other people drinking. Mm. I go to parties and I'll just be thinking like, wow, that guy's so fucking annoying. And then I, yeah. somebody has to kind of point it out to me. Like, oh, he's, oh, he's been drunk. drinking. All yeah, day. yeah. He's fucked. Yeah. And you're stone cold sober. So of course you don't mm. understand at all. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I was sober at your party too. Really? Yeah. It was like. It is funny to see. You're like, oh, that person's going crazy. And you're like, oh, they're just really drunk. Right. So I have, like, such a forgiveness for drunk people now. They could just, like, fall and, like, spit on me, and I'll be like, whatever, I've been there. Right. But at the same time, it's like, no, I, like, I hate you. Yeah. Like, I really, <laughs> you know? really hate you for being drunk right now because I can't. My selfish brain refuses to remember that this remember was something the, that all I my once bad did. Things. Yeah. Or, like, some super hot famous porn stars just coming up to me and just being so nice to me at the party, and I'm like thinking about every other interaction we ever had. And I'm like, what is this? This is like totally different. And then I remember like, oh, it's three in the morning. She's drunk as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she loves you, right? Yeah. Now. She's pretty measured normally. Yeah. 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 It is interesting. Definitely. Um, well, oh, yeah. So do you watch a lot of Red Pill podcasts? What are you, what are you getting out of that? I've, I've, I've Watching your skits about them, it made me feel like, oh, he's definitely watching a significant amount uh, of these. I, I've like seen, I've seen clips and stuff and then I kind of like, and then I'll, I'll deep dive, um, uh, deep dive on Instagram reels and like my algorithms like super fucked up, but I'll, I'll like, I 
do you ever do that where you like gravitate towards some weird niche on like Instagram or TikTok and then they start showing you that? Mm. Uh, and, and like for like a month, it was like, it was like broken, like gym bros <laughs> where they're like me when, me when I'm with her. And then it's like me when I'm not, it's like, <laughs> it's like the funniest, weirdest, like saddest thing. And then like another was like those alpha podcasters yeah, where you're like, Whoa, like it's like so overwhelming. That shit scared to me because I imagine myself as like a 16 year old finding mm. out about that shit and yeah. just being totally down and just being yeah. like, Oh, you're telling me that all of your base level 16 year old boy desires are totally justifiable <laughs> and real and like just completely yeah. confirming all that shit and all the shit that annoys you about women or, uh -huh. or that like based on your very small amount of experience with <laughs> yeah. women at that age yeah. is like indicative of them being completely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and when, and so on one hand, I think that like the Andrew Tate, um, you know, hysteria is maybe a little overblown. Mm -hmm. But then when I hear people like talking about like, you know, an eighth grade class where like all the kids were, are, are just like kind of fully on the Andrew Tate train. Yeah, and I'm like, crazy. that is scary. Cause that maybe could have been me. Yeah, for sure. Cause they're so like impressionable and like, they do seem so confident, whether it's like they say it to like be kind of like out there and like for, for like that viral, like drama to right. like say stuff like kids, kids are going to believe it still. Yeah. <laughs> and like the internet still believes it even not even kids. Like you'll see like a fake like prank or something. Uh, and like they make it look all real, mm. but it's like, if, if you really look it into it, you're like, this is fake as, as hell. And it's like, um, it's like, yeah, pe people are going to believe that. And like, they're almost like cult leaders almost like those alpha guys. Cause they're so confident. Yeah. And like I saw, I, I watched this one guy, he's like this bald guy and he's like a salesman and like, but he's like this intense guy and he, you, you might've seen the clip where he's like, if you don't have a six pack, you don't work here. Mm. You don't work in my company. And it's like, and then he's like, if you're not having sex every night, like, what are you doing? Like mm. girls, don't, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Some nights you don't want to like, do you actually want to have sex every night? Like that's, I don't know. That's, that's a little crazy. I mean, honestly, I could probably have sex every night, but even most of the porn stars that I know, females, I don't know if they're having sex like every night with their boyfriend. Well, granted, yeah. they are fucking for a living, so they're probably some of the people who are less likely to want to have sex every night. Oh, yeah, maybe. But the, what you're describing, too, is that now there's like the people who are basically doing like fake podcast clips, whether it's like a completely staged podcast uh -huh. or if it's more like, you know, they're just going on a podcast and just sort of trolling to get the clips that they want to get yeah. by having the craziest possible opinions that nobody could ever. I, I wish I had figured that out like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Because then you would have been fucking invincible. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody even knew about trolling back then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. It's like a, uh, new world we live in like even my my barber shout out to my barber but i've like i just seen him on instagram doing fake podcast clips oh really he's just talking about like working hard or some shit into yeah. a mic and like it kind of looks like it's a podcast but it's not oh uh, that's funny and i'm like that's fucking genius because realistically yeah. like why even wait until somebody invites you on a podcast why don't you yeah, film just... it yourself and turn it into tiktoks yeah i've seen like um like those like uh uh, like dating guru guys that like are like, all right, so you got to do this. And they're like, they're pretty red pilled at, like at the base of the, <laughs> of like what they believe in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I, I watched one, 
he has like no followers, but he, I think he just sets up the camera and pretends like he's on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this barber is doing as well. Oh, really? But yeah. even, okay, there's a girl named Vicky Banks. And mm-hmm. I don't know who her manager is or whatever. She's a porn star. But she is the one who I think she went viral for saying that, like, her man, she's going to make him come eight times a day. Uh, like, yeah. You know, some shit like that that, like, nobody ever would ever mm-hmm. say. I've seen that clip. And yeah. that's that's kind of what you need to do if you want to, like, get the full viral reaction that you're going for. Is mm-hmm. You need to be willing to, like say something that nobody would ever say yeah yeah and that's and that's like funny and can be like uh like memed as well mm-hmm. i guess or like some like it's just funny to send that to someone even but like everyone's gonna believe that's like what she really does yeah. even if it's like not like just on a i think like the first time i saw it, i was like oh that's yeah that's that's real but like it could insane, just be yeah. like a something she just said out of whim, you know, and everyone just believes it. Well, I already know her and yeah. I know, well, I think I know her. Honestly, I can't remember who <laughs> I've met and who I haven't met at this point, but like, I just immediately was like, oh, she's saying that to get OnlyFans signups. She wants uh, the fucking yeah, world yeah. to believe that she's really like obsessed with sucking dick. Yeah. And that's crazy. But also it's like the vast majority of people don't have the media literacy to understand that this is being done for content. And honestly, even like doing a reality show based around getting someone to fuck your wife. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing where it's like we're kind of playing characters without ever like even acknowledging to each other that we're playing characters. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like such an absurd concept that nobody would ever do this in a million years unless (laughs) they were set to make money off of it yeah uh that's yeah that's interesting um <laughs> shoot what was i gonna say fuck i forgot my chair <laughs> it's just there's a lot of stuff like that now yeah yeah people will come up with recipes that don't work in real life mm. i've seen like friends of my girl like have this conversation where they were like I, f- I found this recipe on tiktok and i tried to make this cake like this and it's like they try to do exactly what it shows in the video, but it doesn't work mm-hmm. because the video is not, it's not like a realistic cake that anybody would be able to do. They're fucking doing something weird to like convince you that this is how a cake might possibly end up. And it looks mm-hmm. great for TikTok, but it makes no sense in reality. Yeah. It's like those guys that are like fucking dough and making like gourmet. <laughs> have you seen them? No, they fuck dough? What? <laughs> no, like they have their shirt off and they're like slapping the dough and then making like like a donut or something Mm. like a thing but i did i did a video where i like told my friend to film it from around the corner of me like on a tinder date with like uh one of my friends who i make videos with her all the time and like it looked real because like we filmed it like snapchat style Mm. and i posted it on my page and just put like the snapchat captions like oh she's on a tinder date and it's like going horribly and we're just like watching a movie and i'm just like trying to put my arm around her (laughs) And just being like, I'm not going to touch you. Don't worry. Like, just like creepy. Right. And like, everyone just believes it. And I'm like, is this going to like. And on your page. Like, I am a professional comedian (laughs) for like seven years or however long you've been doing it. And your own audience is still like kind of willing to go with it. Yeah. And like, and like people just believe it at like that face value Mm. of like this is this is real or the, even like long comments being like i don't know if this is like real or not like she needs she needs to like uh she needs to like kick him out blah 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 and i'm like oh i'm not trying to hide the fact that it's me like that hard i was just like playing like a really weird character but now i feel like it's like fraud mm. <laughs> like almost i don't um 
like the the most overused version of that genre is like the fake gym clips of like I'm gonna just pretend to be really bad at working out. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Like have someone film, film it me. from far away, yeah. and then I'm gonna post it, and everybody's gonna it's gonna go viral from people telling me that. And, and you know, honestly, like I I fucking did one too. I just remember I kind of did one because right after the shit came out about my girl shooting a scene with another guy, mm. I had my personal trainer take a picture of me benching like like 140 pounds or something <laughs> like not a lot yeah. <laughs> and I wrote like I wrote but, but like not so low that it would be obvious uh-huh. it's like a sort of moderate weight and then I wrote like like gonna fight you, you know like you couldn't understand the strength that it takes to let another man bang your wife <laughs> and it yeah. just fucking went so viral from people just pointing out that I wasn't benching that much weight yeah yeah and I'm like, this is it's this easy. Like when you have a seed of something good, it's that easy to troll people. Yeah, and it's like a, and it's like that gives them like a reason to to comment, virtue too. signal, and be like, you're yeah. a pussy. Yeah, I'm yeah. strong. They think they're like, yeah, it is funny because like a lot of the people in that Tinder one, they're like, why would she even let him in the house? Like she's she's asking for it. <laughs> and people are like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> like this is no normal thing to like have a Tinder date. I thought and one it's the other like day. So much. Because yeah. I'm, I'm doing a photo shoot with my girl and the winner of the reality show. Uh-huh. And uh, I just thought to myself, like, I'm going to post this when we get these photos back. I'm just going to post on Twitter. I'm going to write, it takes a real man to share his woman. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Like, I, I can already guarantee just yeah. by saying something that I don't actually believe or something, care about yeah. and making it a declarative statement that I could just set Twitter ablaze. That yeah. Day. People argue. Was that a picture from. The show? No, we did like a photo shoot here, like right before we did the scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. And got all these like, I mean, they looked beautiful to me. I don't know how they're going to actually come out, but they looked like real like high fashion, like artsy ass photos uh-huh. of us like with the girl, with my wife. And it just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just going to, it's going to really be <laughs> it's gonna like piss people off. Probably like my last opportunity to really just play the cut card. Yeah. 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 I was, I was in the, uh, the picture when when all the guys are standing behind Lena. <laughs> You're in the corner. In the- <laughs> that got so many comments of people just pointing out, like, oh, really? look at this guy in the back. And then another round of people saying, look at Chardley's. Yeah. So it's like two different types of reactions. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. It's it's funny to like make the internet upset or like have a because I'll do like obvious sketches of like. LA girls be like, and then everyone's like, fuck LA girls. Right. They're all fake. Or the Erewhon like, one, one. Yeah, yeah. I did like a one when an Erewhon. Everyone's like, why the fuck would you let a girl go to Erewhon? I'll dump her ass. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like people get so heated. Erewhon is so insanely expensive. Yeah. And it does cause like a like a discussion too. That's why it's like fun. Mm. Or like for, for that like kind of picture, it's like everyone's going to just have like this little circle jerk of, of opinion. But it's crazy too, because that's a joke that makes no sense to the rest of the world mm-hmm. because the rest of the world has no fucking clue that Erewhon is this extremely expensive grocery store that yeah. exists all over LA. And it's, yeah, yeah. it is very good. Very nice. Great very selection nice. of products. Yeah. I, my friend sent me a picture of Erewhon after I did it and it's, and there's like, they're like one of their catchphrases or slogans somewhere on their store says like, eat less. <laughs> Really? Yeah, like eat better, eat less, and I'm like, what? That's a weird, like, thing. That's horrible. Something like that. How dare <laughs> like, you? I'm like, yeah. is that? How is LA not like fatphobic? You ever meet a girl at everyone? Um, no. Oh. You have a girlfriend? No. 
Have you ever? Mm-hmm. How was that? It was cool. How long have you been single for? Um, like three years, on and off. What do you, What do you think is holding you back? You probably meet women all the time, right? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of keep it chill now. Why? You just don't think it's for you? It's not the right yeah. time. Yeah, I'm just kind of zen. Really? Just want to be able, be at peace. You don't think you could be the best version of yourself while maintaining a relationship? No, I can. I just feel like dating is kind of like hard. Because of L.A.? Yeah. It's like fun, but it's also just like tiring. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like getting older. I moved to like the valley area more, so I'm just like kind of out of it. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, once you get to a... Well, I, when I got into my relationship seven, eight years ago, mm -hmm. I was at the point in my life where I was just literally fucking every girl I possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then now when I think about it, it's like that just seems like too dangerous you're really yeah. playing with fire like you just can't live your life like that after a certain point yeah it gets like draining and it's like uh it's it just doesn't seem like that fun it's just gonna be too much of a mess too like i want to fall in love mm. slide in those dms <laughs> i mean that would, that would probably be good right yeah. do you think it would fuck you up you don't, you don't, do you think it's nah, worth it to fall in love no i think i think like uh, like get, getting into settling down would be good. Less distractions. Mm. Just focus on like one thing. Focus on, cause yeah, like dating a lot and like hooking up a lot. It's like it's kind of distracting. Oh, big time. A little bit, especially if it's just like, just like that. That like no emotion hookups. I don't know. Yeah, and especially like if you want to go out with a girl, you want to go to dinner. Maybe you got to meet her at like you know seven or eight or some shit. And mm -hmm. like if it goes well you're going to be drinking and probably hanging out until like two or three in the morning. Yeah. And that is just like a fucking full-time job if you do that every night. <laughs> yeah. Some guys do. Yeah. But I have met like weirdly like some of my really good friends on like Tinder. Really? Yeah. We'll just like, cause like I'll just like hit it off with them as like friends and then we're just friends. <laughs> Tinder was like zoned. the greatest thing that ever happened to me when I first got on there. And then I also yeah. feel like it kind of ruined just being a hoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just made it too much of like a mechanical game. Yeah, a weird little game. And then honestly, getting clout kind of fucked it up even worse. Yeah, because then it's just like way too easy to get pussy, and you're just really <laughs> just drowning in it, and just just having too much is just I don't know, it kind of fucks it up. It's better when it's scarce. Yeah, yeah. Living in a small town, and there's That'd like be sick living on a farm. There's like 15 there's girls like <laughs> in like a 10 mile radius, and like a couple of them are related to you. You just know, like, all right, this is my only option. That's nice. It's like in and out. You yeah. only have like three options, and you're like, I'm gonna fall in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> the one girl in, in the town that uh, is normal. I mean, like, food was easy before Postmates too. True. I used to just like now. There's too much. I would eat whatever burrito was the closest to my house. Almost every day yeah. for a large part of my life. And We're then not from this generation. Right. But then Postmates <laughs> comes out and it's, I could eat whatever I want. Right. I could try yeah. a different, a different burrito every day. Yeah. And it just kind of, kind of fucks up burritos for me. We're depraved from all of our options. Exactly. That's deep. It sucks. <laughs> That's so deep. It would be crazy to like remove yourself from that. Yeah. Just move somewhere. Move to like Bangladesh and have like a chicken farm and. <laughs> I'm down. That's it. Yeah, that's that all sound like the worst thing on earth. <laughs> I didn't have any more options. <laughs> a chicken farm is hit. 
Bangladesh and a chicken farm, and that's it. There's just nothing else. It's like this LA influencer <laughs> lifestyle, and then there's chicken farm. Yeah, chicken farm. Because I like chicken parm. Yeah. Ooh. Could start a business there called Chicken Parm. What are you gonna eat tonight? Tonight, I just started this like not eating past eight. Mm. That shit sucks. And it's six twenty-two. Like, so you got one more meal in you, or like yeah, a snack I got or? one more meal. I might make something like hearty. Mm. I might grill. I might grill something. Ooh, a little outdoor grill. That's that shit's sick. Will you throw in mode chickens? Steak? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill a chicken. <laughs> no, not gonna kill it. But <laughs> what meat would you throw on the grill? Um, I've been getting like little steaks lately. Mm. Those are good. I feel like I'm getting back into steak. It fell off for a bit. <laughs> steak fell off. It's back. <laughs> steak fell off. So now we're back. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ramen might be good if it's cold. Right. My girl's on some like crazy restrictive diet because she's really? trying to like get her fucking gut biome fixed or something. I don't know. Okay. She talks. I don't really some listen gut to stuff. Yeah. yeah. But you know, something like that. And so sometimes I just come home and she's just cooking like the biggest fucking steak you ever seen in your life. Oh really? And yeah. That's her dinner. Oh dang. And that's just the whole thing. Yeah. And she's not buying me any steak because she's thinking like, oh, he's already got his own meal <laughs> shit figured out. He already postmated some dumb shit. Well, I'm on some boring ass meal prep. Really? I've been on it for years. What is it? Just like, boring. Just yeah. Just like a piece of fish and some vegetables next to it, and that's it. You like you dog yourself. You give yourself the same kind of thing every day, like a dog. Yeah. Well, your dog I, probably eats better than you. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's eating the same thing literally every uh, day, whereas yeah. mine has like a bit of variety. Yeah, true. But it does kind of feel like yeah, like there's just nothing good that can come from like trying to titillate your taste buds every day, yeah. right? Like I love eating fucking burgers and pizza and stuff, but I don't think. I think you just want to eat something steady every yeah. day so that when you do veer away from that, that it's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll have a um, smoothie mm. at like noon and then I'll eat some snacks and then I'll have like a big meal at night. That's that's what I've been going to try to do for like a month, you know. Mm. But yeah, and then like go to the movies and just like eat like a bucket of popcorn and just shit my pants the next day. That's always fun. Really? Doing that. A popcorn will make you shit your pants? I don't know. Just like once you like once you get like that healthy thing, mm. that healthy thing going, then your stomach like eats something crazy. Then I feel like you just shit your pants the next day. Maybe. I feel like that's kind of where I'm at coming right <laughs> off Thanksgiving right now. Yeah, because I told my girl and my kid, I said, all I want for my birthday is an ice cream cake. Yeah, and so somehow my girl found a cake from Salt and Straw, which is our favorite ice cream joint, and it's that place goes hard. A collab cake with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Cost $90. Yeah. It is like this big just pure ice cream. Yeah. And I Salt and Straw collab with Dwayne, with Dwayne the, Rock. the Rock Johnson. <laughs> and actually one of my rapper friends it's just like sent Snoop me Dogg a, and Martha Stewart. Right. Like the weirdest the fucking weirdest thing you can ever imagine. Yeah. But my friend just sent me a fucking link to a an Instagram reel that the Rock actually posted of this cake. <laughs> So to anyone in my life who was questioning like why The Rock had a collaboration cake, yeah, my response is just, well, he definitely could. That that yeah. that ice cream brand got a shitload of publicity, presumably yeah. some followers and shit. Yeah, and it's just a funny meme at you, the end of the day. You know, what's the craziest part about it is that it's a Christmas time Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> collab, so it's called Dwanta. Dwanta. You put Dwayne and Santa together, you get Dwanta. <laughs> is it really? This is real, yes. 
It's called the Duanta cake. Yeah. That sounds so weird. <laughs> I ate it for three days in a row. And Duanta. I, I'm pretty sure we threw away the rest of it. Yeah. I'm not trying to bring that into like a normal week right now. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't start your, your, your week with Duanta. Yeah. And the ice cream cake, like you got to leave it out and just let it kind of thaw out yeah, for like 20 a minutes. Big it. production. Sick. It's disgusting. It's just, I'm like so over it. I was, I thought I was so excited about ice cream cake. <laughs> Duanta. That's the funniest name ever. Yeah. My was, aunt Duanta is coming over. I was pretty amused by it myself. Yeah. Okay. I got a, a troop of girls out here. Yeah, I could hear that. Rappers. Yeah. The Cuzzos. Yeah. That's their name. The Cuzzos? The Cuzzos. It's like Crip slang, so I'm, I guess uh, I don't know how dangerous they are. No, no. <laughs> Other Crips. I don't even know if they get along with Crip Mac, but it's actually a good question. I should probably lay into them about that. Yeah, I should. But yeah, Charlie, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, competing to fuck my wife. Yeah. That meant a lot. Tried my best. Did good. Um, I wish you the best in your endeavors. Thank you. Really don't know what people are going to think about this episode. No idea. It's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah. But thank you. You're welcome. What do you want? Thanks them? for having me. Yeah. What should they keep an eye out for? Um, just, uh, I don't know. I guess whatever pops up on your feed. If you see my beautiful face, write a hate comment and we'll bring you on the show. Yeah. No problem. Because <laughs> it's kind of almost unthinkable that you haven't started a podcast yet. That's what everyone does. I know. I, I should, huh? Well, I don't know if you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that because it feels like everybody does it. And it's kind of like, know. I'm like I missed that mark, maybe. Yeah. There's so I many YouTubers it. that I liked at one point, and then they just stopped making like skits or like produced videos, and they just became podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like Nelk Boys. They, they got famous for making these like tightly edited like 20 minute videos, and now they're like switching to doing a lot of IRL content. Hmm. It's kind of like the same idea. Like, we're going to give you a block of five hours of whatever the fuck we feel like doing. Yeah. And huh. I don't know. I'm, I kind of like quality over quantity, even though yeah. I am a podcaster by nature. <laughs> At the end of the day. And we've been sitting here for like an hour and a half. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's eat some fish and rice and pre-cooked stuff. These chicks are going to flip the fuck out if you do the Heelys in front of them. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just kind of assuming that the Cuzzos haven't seen a lot of Heelys. <laughs> no Jumper Coolest Podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support and go turn Churdly's up on all of his respective platforms. Yeah. Bah!